0: I'm Staff Sergeant Greg Stevens with the 241st Mobile Public Affairs Detachment welcoming you to the joint multinational readiness center podcast where we'll speak in depth with native German Polish and American representatives regarding the memorialization and rededication of a little known local Hohenfels Germany cemetery and the Polish monument ceremony that took place here on January 27 2020 respectively. After World War II, there were displaced people all over Europe, as we all know. The reconstruction and reconstitution of families was an ongoing process. Sadly, some were never able to reconnect, as the forced labor camps literally worked people to death or they were executed. With nowhere to go, many had no choice but to stay at Hohenfels after the liberation of the camp here, these are lessons that can't be restated enough, as this history needs to remain embedded in our collective conscience so that it is never repeated. A little background here regarding the Hohenfels Cemetery. From 1945 to 1949, displaced persons and former prisoners of war were housed in Hohenfels. During this time, former Polish prisoners erected three stone monuments and built a cemetery north of Unter Odenhart for the many displaced persons, mainly Polish, who died during a typhoid epidemic. This off-the-beaten-path cemetery carries significant historical weight as it was the final resting place for many of the Polish left behind. Norbert Wittel, a public affairs officer with the U.S. Army Garrison at Bavaria Hohenfels, explained.
1: There is a sign over here, this blue and white sign comes from Geneva Convention and it says it's a cultural site like a church or any other historical building and this shall not be used by the soldiers for any maneuver or any war type uh, uh, activities. We are closing the gate every time we walk out and we are opening the gate as we come in because we are raised catholic over here in Bavaria and it's a must that you have the gates closed to a cemetery. In Bavaria we do not want any cats or dogs or whatever inside the cemetery. That's why we close the gates and open the gates. Even so here, it doesn't make no sense because the, the cemetery is not completely fenced in. So there's a possibility for a wild boar to walk into the cemetery at any time,
0: at darkness usually.
1: But still, we're closing and opening the gates
0: for the cemetery. He continued on this day of rededication, explaining the layout of the Hohenfels Cemetery.
1: So you will see some tombstones that are laying flat on the ground. That is kind of unusual. Why is that? Because we had a live firing range over here and there were bullets fired into here or landing or ricochets that landed in here. So in order to protect the tombstones, they were laying on on flat on the ground.
0: As the fallout of World War II continued to take a toll on the people of Germany, within the Hohenfell Cemetery, Viti explained that the graves there were not POWs, but
1: displaced persons uh, that are that were buried over here. Uh, I just mentioned that the, the bones are not here anymore. They were I exhumated. think you say ex- exhumated. Exhumed? Exum- ex- Exhumed. Exum- Exhumed. Yeah. Ex- and we say in Deutsch we say too. Exhumiert. Yeah. yeah. And um, so there is no POW that was buried over here. And the, the monument over there has to do with the POWs, with the prisoners of war. And the cemetery actually does not.
0: So it's two different
1: things? Two different okay. things.
0: Gotcha. So, so these displaced yeah. persons were from were, were
1: from where? They, where? they, they came from, from all over, and especially the Polish. They are, I would say, more Catholic than the Bavarians, and they uh, said, we need a cemetery. We wanted to bury our uh, people over here. Those
0: displaced Polish people of post-World War II will remain in the cemetery forever and continue to be honored through the rededication ceremony that took place on January 27th, 2020 in Hohenfels. Lieutenant General Christopher Cavoli, Commanding General of US Army Europe, was part of the ceremony's official party. He
2: provided some historical context. So on April 24th of 1945, As we've heard, the 65th U.S. Infantry Division, under the leadership of Major General Stanley Reinhardt, came here. They came here to Hohenfels. They were part of an army of liberation. Stalag 383 housed 5,000 prisoners of war, half of whom were Polish. They were freed on that day. One year after that amazing moment, our Polish brothers-in-arms erected a stone in honor of the U.S. soldiers who freed them. Your nation's gratitude was then, and as now, very, very welcome. But the turbulence created by six years of conflict caused plenty of other issues. Over six million Europeans were displaced from their homes and their countries by the war. And over 500,000 of those people were Polish. So this former prisoner of war camp, which had been liberated, then became a safe haven. A haven that provided relief and shelter and medical care to 12,000 displaced Polish citizens for the next five years. So immediately next to the Liberation Monument, there is another monument which was erected in 1948 to commemorate those displaced persons. So it's a privilege to be be here today alongside Ambassador Szybkowski, whose grandfather was a displaced person during the war and who has personally led the effort to restore both of these monuments. That is a wonderful gesture, Mr. Ambassador, and we thank you for it. Thomas Zadkowski, the Polish ambassador to NATO,
0: provided the backstory to his own family connection to the World War II labor camps that brought so much suffering to Europe. There's also a personal angle, my personal angle to this
3: history. My uh, great-grandfather and my grandfather, who were um, fighters of the um resistance of the underground in poland were forced uh to some uh forced labor uh, camps in western germany and as the third Reich was collapsing they were forced to march into unknown and fortunately they were liberated by the u.s army most probably units of the ninth um uh, army and i was a kid when my grandfather grandfather passed away but i still remember how how, how he cherished the Recollection of his uh, liberators. I only later learned that he stayed two years uh, with his liberators. He was probably associated with the uh, so-called labor service guard companies, which were sort of also form of keeping those poles. And um, if possibly the um, an effort to fully liberate the Eastern Europe uh, would would happen, uh, uh, unfortunately the, such an occasion then didn't didn't happen. And eventually, my grandfather rejoined his family. Uh, in, in, in Poland, uh, but uh, he's, he, he, he very vividly recollected uh, the time he, he spent with, uh, with the U.S.
0: Uh, forces uh, here. Indeed, there was quite a U.S. presence here, even after World War II had ceased. Public safety officers of the U.S. military government became very busy with continuous pilfering of textile stores, bakeries, butcher stores, and the shoemaker shops during the turmoil of the collapse of the German Reich. Woods were cut illegally, cattle, sheep, and goats were slaughtered in the fields, and the scarcity of food brought about an increase in criminal offenses. American law enforcement, and later accompanied by German police, were busy day and night to fight crime after the war had ended. In May 1945, after the area was secure, the first displaced persons arrived at Hohenfels, most of them former internees from the German concentration camps of Flossenburg, Herzbrück, and Buchenwald. By July 1945, a total of 13,000 displaced persons were billeted in camps Neinhof, Pullenricht, and Oberlinder. Eventually, the camp here was shut down, as General Jaroslaw Mika, General Commander of the Polish Armed Forces said in his rededication address.
4: Although the camp was finally closed in 49, about 240 Poles stayed here forever at the Hohenfels Cemetery. Those who rest in graves, found here their eternal peace just right in this place without seeing their motherlands for which they had been fighting on all fronts of world war II for so many years polish soldiers on nearly all fronts of world war II had only one aim to see poland free and independent again they willingly paid for it with their bloods and lives, and it is upon us to make sure that their memory is preserved and that we and future generations do remember their voluntary sacrifice.
0: The Polish Rededication Monument is yet another step forward in building upon the United States' relationship with Poland, as Lieutenant
2: General Cavoli stated. Following the refurbishment, the Liberation Monument is now inscribed We pass this monument to future generations in the hope that a lasting Polish-American alliance will guarantee that the tragedy caused by 20th century totalitarianism will never be repeated. And that is our commitment. That is the commitment of the United States to this alliance, and it is the commitment of my personal welfare and those of my soldiers to our collective Security. I hope you will agree that this monument marks not only an important event in history, more importantly, it signifies a close international bond, a strong alliance, and an enduring friendship between our two great nations. This day, January
0: 27th, also had additional significance, as noted by General Mika. As it was
4: mentioned by our ambassador today, January 27th, is a very important day in our history. As all of you already know, today marks the 75th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz and the 5th anniversary of adaptation of this day, 27th January, by United Nations, the International Holocaust Remembers Day. It is important and always remember that this history can never repeat itself.
0: And if you take nothing else away, let it be awareness of the war crimes, atrocities, and displacement of hundreds of thousands of people that World War II and the Nazi ideology were the perpetrators of. Let no nation ever head down such a dark path ever again. Hopefully, we will continue looking out for each other and maintain our civility moving forward ever more. For the Joint Multinational Readiness Center out of Hohenfels, Germany, I'm Staff Sergeant Greg Stevens.